0: Salud, Z. You're listening to the Julio from New York Show 2.0, episode 110, Good November Tidings. Recorded live on Thursday, November 7th, 2019. This here is my audio diaries, where I rant, I rave, I reminisce, and I spew whatever is on my mind. Today's episode, we're going to go over what happened in November Tuesday, the, you know, election day, Uh, some things have been going on with my life, and much, much more, or maybe not. (laughs) We shall see when we get to it. Heart and soul of New York City. I'm getting a hang of uh, this timing and singing along with that little bit in the musical score. Uh, Maria likes me to sing it, so I do it for her. (laughs) I like to humor her. And welcome back to the show. Once again, I'm your host, Julio from New York. This is episode 110, and I'm recording it live on Thursday, November 7th. And if I sound slightly different or not, maybe you can't tell. I can tell, but that's just me because I'm I'm a little, uh, well, I'm conscious of it, and I know what's going on. Anyways, uh, we will get more on, we will talk more about that later on. But first, let's get on with the news chunket, or junket, or news chunk, or whatever you want to call it. What happened this past election Tuesday? So, I'm a big Bernie bro, as you all know, and he endorsed Andy Bashir for governor in Kentucky. Of course, Trump was also there, and he was telling everybody that this would be a bad thing for me if you let uh, whatever guy's name was, David Biven or something, the, the current, the pundit, pundit incumbent, the incumbent governor. If you let the incumbent governor get elected out of office by Andy Bashir, this would be a very bad thing to me. The Trumpster. Not a bad thing for the guy he's endorsing, but for him. Because he's a selfish man child. And it's all about him and his ego and how we make him feel. Well, uh, they went and they went ahead and made him feel bad because he is out. Andy Bashir won the election. Of course, now the Republicans currently in office in Kentucky are gonna try to weasel out the victory from Andy Bashir, but Bernie Sanders is once again hot on the trail, and he spoke about it publicly, so hopefully that will curtail any illegal or political maneuvering that will steal the election from Andy Bashir, who won. There was another person that also won. There was a couple of key victories in Kentucky, um, and another person, I believe at least, was uh, also endorsed by Bernie, but I don't remember off the top of my head. I just want to really uh, just summarize the, the key highlights for me. Now, this other female, Julie Briscom, she, um in the state of Virginia, she's, for people might remember, anyone who li- watches politics and social media and all, and all that stuff, there was this woman riding a bike on the highway or whatever, flipping the bird to uh, a Trump sign or something Trump-related, and she got fired from her job. This picture became, um because you know, because her uh, employers saw this picture because it was it became like a it was hot it had a hot minute and it was popular nationwide because it was such a uh, a sentiment that a lot of people were sharing you know a lot of people are not fans of trump only the never trump the not the never trumpers only um only his little fan base the real small section of the republicans which he's slowly losing by the way i think he's lost about 20 20 to 10% or 20 to 10 points i forget I'm forgetting the specifics exactly. It's like 20 points or 20%. It's one of those numbers. But the b- point is he's losing his popularity from this really niche group of people that voted him in. Basically, the people that are not completely blindly loyal to him are the ones that are starting to finally jump ship. So, yes, Julie Brislin, the the finger flipper. Um, She won a, uh, in Virginia, she won the Loudon County, or London County, I I don't know how to pronounce it, it's L U L O U D O N County Board of Supervisors position. Also in Virginia, Lee Carter, a Democratic Socialist, won the Virginia State Legislature position that uh, he was running for, or she, I can't remember, I I don't remember, I don't recall, I'm not good with unisex names, Uh, and I'm not sure if Bernie endorsed this person as well, but... um, that person got in in Virginia, of all places, which is a very red district for the most part. But uh, it's turning blue. Also in Indiana, home of Mike Pence, the VP of the U.S., there's a couple of people who won there as well. So, you know, they they've, uh, now own, they, they have the majority ownership of the city council in Columbus, Indiana. And last but not least of the highlights that I've uh, followed, that I picked up on, Sophia Khalid, a Somali refugee like Ilan Omar, she won a city council position in Lewiston Maine after going through a lot of uh, racism and um, you know just a lot of harassment racially motivated harassment uh, while she was running for this position, uh, especially in social media she uh, closed out her uh, she temporarily closed out her Facebook account because it was just getting to be too much. But she continued to campaign, uh, knocking on doors and doing grassroots campaigning, and she got in. So, you know, Maine isn't completely red either. And so there's been a lot of uh, ripples in around the country where it's becoming a lot more progressive. Or at least uh, votes against Trump sentiments are being cast and showing... That uh, yeah, we are we're tired of uh, your shenanigans, and it's time to uh, move on to a to another way of doing things. In New York, we of course had these ballot initiatives. I voted for all the progressive. I I voted yes to all of them because they were all progressive. One of them was ranked voting. Another one was a rainy day fund. So New York is going to like save money. Uh, in case of crises when we need it for expenditures like uh, i think for snow uh snow days and things like that and in case uh, the budget doesn't cut it well we have this uh emergency fund to uh to pull from there's uh, some kind of ref- reformation committee or something they they've expanded the the amount of people on it to make it more progressive and and actually do act- actual reforms and there was a fourth one i think it had to do with um parking not parking, but um, park development or land development, in which uh, before some before the city council or the city government decides, yeah, we're going to build this luxury condo in this area that's uh, m- minority, um, mostly minority people, and get them gentrified and kicked out. The people, the the local leaders of that community, will also have a say in in that decision. So that that's a that's a, that's a definitely a much. Um, warranted type of a policy because um, like my old neighborhood Chelsea was majority minority and not anymore because uh, gentrification so I'm happy about that but on now more now we're done with the news stuff and more on my personal stuff my audio diary uh, which is what the show is all about <laughs> and if uh, back to what I was saying earlier on if I sound a little different or familiar, From a previous recording, it's because I went and once again bought a Hail PR sound, a Hail Sound PR 40 dynamic mic. Once again, yes, I know, I know. I replaced it, my original PR 40 microphone, with the Shure SM7B. However, I had a moment of disposable income mania. And uh, I saw a great deal on BSW where I was able to get the microphone, the shock mount, the pop filter by BSW, the repop filter, and, uh, and of course an extra XLR mic for $30 less than actually buying the microphone on its own. So if I were to buy a a PR40 microphone alone is $399, but with the bundle that I just mentioned—the the mic, the pop filter, the shock mount, and the cable—I got it for $369. So $30 less than what I would have paid for just the microphone. So there was no way I could resist that. But of course, I needed to add things for the microphone. I needed to get another. I needed to get another cloud lifter because. As uh, my other mic is a dynamic mic as well, and it has a cloud lifter, I need one for this because if I'm gonna at any point in time have a situation where it's gonna be two people recording, you know, me and someone else, I, I would need to amplify both microphones, and I only have one CL1, so I need to get a second. So I got that. I also needed to get another boom stand. So rather than going and getting a another Blue Compass. I got the second stand that I was had my eye on and I might as well get it because that definitely could probably work better for the Shure microphone in, in some situations. And so I got the Rode PSA1 boom stand. And of course, I got another extra cable because you need two cables when you use the cloud lifter. So four cables, two boom stands, two microphones, two cloud lifters. I still have my old headphones, so I can have my... Whoever I'm recording with, if I ever do something like that, they'll use my AT... My Audio-Technica headphones, and I'll use my old Sennheisers, which are still around, the HD-something, 200 or something. I forget what they're called. And, of course, one focus, right? Because it, it it does two microphones, so my my analog-to-digital converter is good to go. So, yes... I did that. I bought the Hale PR40 bundle from BSW USA. Shout out to them. A little plug. Why not? And um, speaking of uh, indulgences, I'm also tempted... At first, I wasn't. When the AirPods Pro came out... They came out, I want to say, last week or two weeks ago. And the price point is like $249. And I was thinking to myself... Yeah, I don't need an extra pair of AirPods, especially the AirPods Pro, because I have the current one. I have my V Moda headphones, and I have the Beats X that I use for working out. I've designated those my workout headphones because you know they're sweatproof, and the AirPods wouldn't work. And I definitely can't wear my on-ear V Modas while I'm working out. They just—it just would be too hot in those things. However, I want—I I want to see uh, what's the guy's name, uh, Marquise. He has a you know YouTube channel, MB2K or, or HD or something like that, MB2K HD, and his review on the AirPods Pro, the AirPods Pro, has made me reconsider, because one of the things that I do a lot, well, when I'm outside, right, when I'm out and about traveling uh, from home to school or home to work, I need something that at least has sound isolation, right? So I use the V-Moda headphones, or I use the Beats X. And then the AirPods, I'll use those when I'm indoors, you know, to save battery on, on the other headphones. Now, that being said, carrying just one pair of headphones would be a much better situation. And the key feature on the AirPods Pro, which at first, just on paper, I didn't think much of it, but because of the review by Marquise, who uh, made it sound a lot more appealing, one of the, the key feature of these AirPods Pros are the fact that they're noise canceling, and of course they have the uh, the little tips, so there's a, they're a better fit than the normal AirPods that are just plastic and they don't really stick in my ears too well. So these have the have a little bit of a suction thing going on with the air tips, which the Beats X do as well. But on top of that, it also adds that noise canceling feature. And the two combined makes it for a really good sound. And if I have that, I can use that outdoors because noise canceling will block out most of the city traffic that I use my on-ear headphones or my noise isolating, sound isolating, Beats X headphones uh, for travel and it would just be the one and I could fit those in my back pocket or my small pocket in the front and I would only have to worry about one pair of headphones the whole day and it uses lightning for charging which I always have lightning cables on me so that's that it's easy it's easier to charge and keep charged so I am I am tempted to get the AirPods Pro I'm not sure yet if I'm going to do it I, uh, I'll i know for sure <laughs> when I go to work, I guess, and I see them in front of me, I physically see them, and I might pull the trigger. And if I get them, I will obviously mention it and uh, in a future recording. Now, speaking of new things, the um, it's November, as I mentioned the date, the 7th of November. So November 1st was the premiere of Apple Plus. Which, because I got a new phone, I got that service for free for the year, and of course, so there's like a couple of shows there, and you only get the first three episodes off the back, and then um, every week you're gonna get a new one, a future, you know, a later, you know, a new episode, and they're gonna, so they're gonna partition them once, so they're gonna prorate them. Is prorating the right word? They're gonna, they're gonna dispense them like once, you know, one every week, like like a regular TV show. It's it's kind of odd the business model that Apple is using instead of just giving it all to you at once. But, I mean, this is Apple. They're always about thinking different. That's like one of their... uh, That was their big uh, slogan in the 90s, think different. And I kind of see why they're doing it from a business perspective. They're trying to get people to get involved in this uh, news. They want to get eyes on this service. And, of course, they're going to do strictly original programming so they don't have any... Contracts with any publish any other uh, companies like uh, you know like the way Netflix has business deals with um, Hollywood movie places like uh, Marvel or Disney or whatever. Apple is doing strictly their own stuff, so because of that, they have a very limited amount of things uh, available. Right, now. I mean this is their first year, this is their first month, and so to keep people constantly seeing it throughout the year, they're giving you a couple of shows at first. The first three episodes to get you get your appetites wet, and then uh, you know once you're hooked, well now you got to wait every week for the newest the latest installment of said episode, and so the show I've watched so far is the Morning Show with um, Steve Carell, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and a few other people, uh, Mark Dupla, I want to say, and. Um, this other guy from Big Fish, whose name I always forget. But he's a great actor. And uh, he plays a good jerk in the show. And uh, yeah, I I, uh, I recommend the show. It's good. I, it sucks that I can't just watch it all in one shot. But whatever. I saw the first three. I think the new episode will drop on Friday. So um, I might watch it during lunch or something. But probably not because I am busy with school. But anyway, that being said. So I am watching these Apple Plus shows because I'm getting them. But that aside, I am going to try to reduce my media consumption in terms of TV shows at least. So I canceled my Netflix and my Hulu pres- uh, subscription. I was going to say prescription. <laughs> I canceled my subscription to Hulu and Netflix. And the reason for that is that I just don't have enough time to keep up with everything. And I, uh, I just, I'm overwhelmed with options. I have enough content with Apple Plus as it is, and plus Amazon Prime, which I'm always getting because I normally get Amazon Prime just for the shipping aspect of that service. And yeah, their video, their original content is also part of the package. So yes, I why why not take advantage of that? And I do want to finish the second season of The Tick and the second season of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which the third season is coming out in a month or so. So I have plenty of stuff to watch. And the other reason why I want to reduce my uh, media consumption, number one, um, well, yeah, time is the big one. But also, I want to get more into movies. I am a film major after all, and if film is where I want to really get a job career-wise, I mean, obviously, that could probably get me into TV production as well, but we're focusing on film right now first. It's, It's just... One of the key benefits of a film is... You know, with the exception of the ones that have sequels, you watch a movie; it's uh, one and done. It's already gone, right? So there's that. Secondly, I want to get more. I need more time for reading, and uh, yeah, I really want to get back to reading books. And eventually, I may even cut down on the movies. I, I don't know yet. That that's still way down the line because there's so much movies that I have to watch and 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 because I need to because I need to have that. There's just so many movies that I, I need to watch for my for my major, um, just so I can get a good foundation of camera tricks and well the stuff that the masters have done like Scorsese and Hitchcock, Billy Wilder among other, among you know many obviously there's so many filmmakers ma- uh, out Wes Anderson there's, there, I got to learn their stuff and. Um, there's only so much space you have in your brain. Like Sherlock Holmes says, your brain is an addict, and you got to get rid of the junk that you don't need, and that way you can organize the stuff that you do need. So, yeah, that, that's one of the reasons why I want to stop watching new shows. At the very least, the new stuff. As again, I already said, uh, Apple Plus is the exception to the rule. I'm already watching The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, so I want to finish that. But, yeah, I'm not going to try to get into anything newer, other unless it's a movie. Anime is, of course, another exception because I have a sweet spot for anime. So that will be the exception. And those things are like 30 minutes each and whatever, and they go fast. So that there's that as well. So anime, movies, uh, books is what I really want to get back into. I have a lot of books in my wish list. Plus, there's a book I have already by uh, Harvey K. regarding FDR. And, you know, I just want to get more... Uh, I want to expand my... Uh, I don't know, my brain, in terms of uh, what it consumes. And I want to make it more highbrow, for lack of a better explanation. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's what I'm trying to do. And of course, uh, as I mentioned, school is hectic. Time is of the essence. I actually have a, I have two papers. I have I had three. I got rid of one last week. Or actually, earlier this week, I, I got rid of it. had two quizzes this week as well, uh, which were yesterday. And now, I have to try to get rid of this research paper this week, so I can finish the final one next week because they're all due with the within these next two weeks. So I have plenty of stuff to do. So once again, I may not be recording for another month or so because <laughs> that's where that's where it seems to be. Uh, that, that's what it seems to be. I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but um, that seems to be my trajectory. <laughs> Uh, recording once a, a month until the semester is over. And then I'll have free time again so I can do it weekly like I sh- like I want to. Anyway, that's that's all I have. I have, uh, yeah, that's all I have for today. No more, no less. That's it. If you have any questions, comments, what have you, you can always reach me on my webpage, Julio from New York Show. Just click on the contact section on the webpage and write to me there. And of course, I'm on Twitter, at Julio from NY. And um, yeah, that's, that's it. So until next time, thank you for listening.